Most people on the surface see this as fear and suffering. They forget to recognize this as a massive time of reinvention and opportunity. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everyone, welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Money. This is part of a three-part series that I'm going to do called The Coronavirus Economy. And it's a series that is meant to teach you, inform you, help give you some guidance, and really show you that this is, yes, a time that some people will be suffering, but so much more a time of opportunity, like an opportunity to give, an opportunity to to reset, an opportunity to share, an opportunity to reinvent yourself, an opportunity to really lean into your strengths that you have been putting on the back burner. And so I've put together this three-part series to equip you as well as possible as all of us navigate this really unfamiliar territory of the coronavirus. I mean, literally, so I live in LA. As I record this, It is pouring rain outside, so it's very ominous to begin with. It never rains, especially this many days in a row in LA. And today is the first day of our mandated shutdown where um, all of us have to... Well, we closed every single non-essential business in Los Angeles, basically. So only grocery stores, banks part-time, pharmacies, that that kind of things. Only those are open right now. And so... Really, we're all just kind of stuck in our homes and all businesses uh, have said, hey, work from home, don't come into the office. So these really are some eerie and unprecedented times for all of us because I know this is going on in cities across the United States and of course in other countries as well. And so I wanted to put together this three-part series so that you could feel like you had somewhere to go to be well-equipped to make it through this and to not just survive, but to thrive. And, and I'm not kidding. This is an opportunity for us to do the right things and to not just survive, but to thrive as we navigate through this. Now, during this challenging time, as the effects of this worldwide pandemic, uh, you know, COVID-19, as they officially call it, are not yet even known, we have a lot of things to figure out. And one of the things that I have loved, that I have seen, is a lot of talk where People are saying, hey, watch out for, hey, make sure we're supporting people who are medically vulnerable. You know, the elderly, people with underlying conditions, people with weak immune systems. Even if you think you're young and healthy, stop going out, stop being a carrier for this because yeah, you're going to recover just fine. You might not even notice that you have it, but you are making other people who are at risk vulnerable. So I love that we're talking about that. But what we need to talk more about And what this episode is about are the financially vulnerable, not just the medically vulnerable. I think we need to remember to talk about and really watch out for those who are financially vulnerable during this time. I saw a quote the other day, and it's true. And it said this, the coronavirus will cause more bankruptcies than deaths. I mean, by a landslide. 
the coronavirus will cause more bankruptcies than death. And not just personal bankruptcies, but business bankruptcies, huge corporate bankruptcies. Watch this as it unfolds. By the way, none of this is meant to scare you because we're going to give you the tools and we're going to give you the tips on how to thrive during this time. But what this is, is this is a reminder that it's imperative that we remember to help the financially vulnerable, not just the medically vulnerable, during this unfamiliar territory. You know, you're going to see a massive restriction or shutdown of everyday businesses. We're already seeing it in LA. We're already seeing it in San Fran. We're already seeing it in New York. The other cities and towns are right behind us, mark my words. Every non-essential business will be shut down as of right now. They're saying two weeks. But if you ask my crystal ball, it'll extend into most or all of April as well. So let me explain to you first the trickle-down effect that this causes. And again, I promise that we got to go through a little bit of the, the painful picture here for you to come out the other side with the really bright stuff, okay? But here's the trickle-down effect that this causes. Let's say your local restaurant is shut down or your local car dealership. Now, those servers who depend on those tips, those car salespeople who depend on those commissions, now they are no longer buying entertainment or personal trainers or fitness classes. They're no longer going out. They're no longer taking their families to the movies. And in many cases, even worse, they are unable to pay their rent. Now, let's say that they skip their rent for just a couple of months while we're going through the thick of things. Now, the investor who provided that rental property to them, they probably have a mortgage on that rental property. And now they might not be able to pay the mortgage on that rental property because their business is hurt and they're not getting rent. Two or three months in a row like this, and the home goes into foreclosure. And because the home's in foreclosure, the other homes in the same neighborhood now go down in value. And when those homes go down in value, now the home equity that people thought they had goes away. Do you see the scary trickle-down effect? This trickle-down effect is going to touch everybody. But it's really going to have a massive effect on people who rely on tips for income. Their tips have just dried up. No one's going out and doing anything. People who run small local shops, the very entrepreneurs, the type of people that listen to this show, people that run local restaurants, cafes, coffee shops, fixed income families who are now faced with the burden of extra supplies and extra care needed in sick times. And because they're on a fixed income, there's nowhere for that extra money to come from. Service providers, such as personal trainers, fitness instructors, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, people that come and clean your home or clean office buildings that are now shut down, restaurants are shut. I mean, service providers of all kinds. Now they're laid off and their income isn't coming in. People whose hours have been cut or laid off because stadiums, malls, events, concerts, sports events, like everything has been canceled or closed. Families that rely on commissioned jobs, like the example I gave earlier, where no customers are coming through the door anymore. People are temporarily not buying homes during this. People are temporarily not buying cars during this. People, if you work in a commissioned clothing or shoe store, they're not buying those things during this. And the poor who are already struggling. And I'm going to extend this to 
what I call the working poor, those who are working and one paycheck away from not making ends meet. They are really going to feel the effects of this. Even before we all started hoarding necessary resources that they need, driving the prices up. And then think about those that can't work simply because they're sick. We forget, or I feel like I need to remind you at this point, this whole thing is based on a sickness that's going around. On top of it being flu season, on top of it being cold season. And so there's massive numbers of people that can't work simply because they're sick and their company doesn't cover those lost wages. Or, like many of you listening, you're self-employed. And if you're not exchanging an hour of your time for money because you're sick, now the money's not coming in because you're a one-man or a one-woman show. This is the reality for almost everybody. I know there's more financially vulnerable categories that I've mentioned. Matter of fact, DM me on Instagram with other financially vulnerable categories so I can tell people to watch out for them. But my point is, we need to support as many people as we can right now. And all of us play a role in this. Some of us play a big role, but all of us play an important role. Let me give you some examples. So Lori, my wife and I, we've set aside a huge fund from our giving budget and added to it significantly specifically for those who are suffering financially during this coronavirus outbreak. Uh, Money that we are now giving to local neighborhood care initiatives, money that we are giving to local food banks, money that we're giving to individuals that we know have no shot otherwise. I mean, we know for a fact that when the music stops, they're in trouble. We also kept our team on and fully paid, even though they're now staying at home to be safe. They have much less work. Most of our our business at the core has been put on hold, like Lori's big annual bliss project and some mastermind events and all sorts of other things that we're working on. We've done this for people who aren't even full-time employees, like our housekeepers, our yard people, the car wash guy, all of that stuff as well. Because I know that these people depend on this money week to week. And by the way, I share this just to inspire you to get you in that state of mind of who can you continue to engage with, to pay without just cutting them out because you're scared. Even better, I saw all sorts of people stepping up. I saw Andy Frisella offer up a hundred grand to his local food bank there in St. Louis area. Saw Mark Cuban, even though he was forced to shudder the Dallas Mavericks season. He's continuing to pay everybody on staff and all of the people that work at the stadium there. I'm seeing generosity on a really big, big scale everywhere. But this is one of the times that size doesn't matter. We can't do it alone. Instead, the volume of generosity matters. Let me repeat this. This is one of the times that size doesn't matter. Instead, the volume of generosity matters. Not everyone is in position to do these larger acts, and that's okay because collectively, we're more powerful. Collectively, we can, and we must do what each of us can do to make this easier for all if we expect to make this through this really challenging time. Here's some brilliant ideas that we can all do collectively that'll make a really big difference because I'll be honest, this is coming regardless. So we're either going to do it in a way 
that everybody suffers a little bit less and everybody shares in the burden a little bit more, or we're going to do it in a way where a lot of people suffer more than they have to because we're only worried about ourselves. And I know the kind of people listening to this podcast are the ones that say, hey, we can all share in the suffering a little bit and we can all share in the abundance a little bit and we can all carry each other through this if we give a collective effort. So what can you do? You can start by tipping people extra. Every opportunity you get, if somebody delivers you food still, because in LA, you can't go to the restaurants, but they can deliver food, tip them extra. Start a food drive or a, a supply drive among your friends. I've had all sorts of people on Instagram doing this, and I love it. Do you know how far it goes when you say, hey, friends, I'm doing a socks and blanket drive because it's been raining here in LA or wherever you live. Even if you collect 100 pairs of socks and 20 blankets, if all of us did our version of this, imagine how much easier it's going to be for people to make it through this tough time. Don't cancel your local appointments if you don't have to. As a matter of fact, if you're healthy and if they're healthy, see if they can come to your house. Have your hairstylist come to your home so they can continue to get paid. Have your massage person or your personal trainer come to your home so they can continue to get paid. Don't cancel your subscriptions if you don't have to. Don't just panic and go canceling everything. Keep the economy running by keeping your subscriptions going. Support your local bars and restaurants by purchasing gift cards. Same with local stores. Purchase gift cards for future use. That's cash that they can have now that you can redeem later. It's a win-win for everybody. And buy from friends instead of Amazon. Buy local instead of Amazon. Trust me, Amazon has, has enough cash to get through this. But your friends and local businesses, they don't. Buy from them whenever possible. Guys, this is easier together. And this is almost impossible if we all try and go about this alone. In fact, there's got to be more ideas I'm missing. DM me ideas on how you're going to help people in need. Seriously, number one, I love hearing them. Number two, I love sharing them because I like creating that chain reaction. I like to share your good deeds to spark that chain reaction. That's how other people get inspired and they, they follow suit. Now, if ever, this is our time. All of you listening, all of you who have been listening to the show for quite some time, this is our time to live out what we all collectively believe in. What I say at the end of every show, right now is the time for good people, that's all of us, who make good money to do great things. This is our chance to step up. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to promise me that you'll share this episode on your social media or with somebody that you think needs it, along with the other two parts of this three-part series coming out. Because I want them to have the inspiration and the tools to understand what they're facing and how we're going to get through it together. I also want you to tune in for part two of this three-part series, which is coming out soon, and then part three. Part two, I'm talking about historically, what will this look like and what's going to happen to the economy? And part three, I'm talking about the massive opportunity that we all have right now. Most people on the surface see this as fear and suffering. 
they forget to recognize this as a massive time of reinvention and opportunity. And I'm going to help each and every one of you through this incredible gift that we have received of reinvention, opportunity, and contribution. Thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.